Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. everybody welcome back inside the sound this is mj and this is ryan and we are very pleased yes hello we are very pleased to have a special guest today would you please would you introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners and this is marta gabriel from crystal viper yay yeah (laughs) yay oh marta thank you so much for for coming to hang out with us and and chat and we are we're just ecstatic to have you here. The wickedly talented, the one and only Marta Gabriel. You Did I pronounce almost, that right? You almost pronunciated it perfectly. You did you said Marta, but if you would also say Gabriel, that would be perfectly Gabriel. in Paul. Gabriel. Marta Gabriel. Oh, that was cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was Gabriel. good. Okay, good. Well, I speak Spanish, so that kind of helps a little bit. I was wondering if some of you will put it out, because actually, a lot of people think I'm Spanish. Maybe because of my name and surname. I don't know why. Uh, I remember um, on the la- previous live shows with Crystal Viper, where uh, my hair were darker, people were coming coming to me, speak to me after uh, the show, and they started speaking to me in Spanish oh, because they funny. thought I'm Spanish because uh, you know, Marta Gabriel plus those dark hair and Gabriel. so on. I looked Spanish. Right now I don't look Spanish, I think so. <laughs> but even if so, it's okay. I, lo- I like Spanish people. We have, a sp- we have Spanish guy in the band, so maybe oh, okay. not, not 100% <laughs> Spanish because he comes from Ecuador. But he speaks Spanish, so he's he's actually the only one person in the band who can pronounce my name in the proper way. So <laughs> that's <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> oh, well, I got it. So that means I get I win some type of prize or something. Marta Gabriel. That was perfect, actually. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you should start, I don't know, learning Polish or something. Yeah, why don't you teach us, like, how do you, how you say hi, how's it going in Polish? So we know for future reference. Um, there are a few different ways, like, hey, jak się masz? Or, co u ciebie słychać? Co u ciebie ciekawego? There are many ways, actually. How would you say hello? Like in a setting where you're 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 like warm greeting with like like friends you've known forever. How would you say hello in that setting? Cześć, super cię widzieć. Cześć, super cię Oh man, I can't do it. I said something like, "Hi, it's nice to see you." 
but we usually, you know, in Polish, the sim the sim the possible simple the possible simplest way to say hi is simple cześć. 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 Sure, I can't. Right. My tongue doesn't want to cooperate. My tongue won't cooperate with that. I, we we have had the privilege of meeting someone else from from Poland, and when I got exposed oh, to the right, language, yeah. trying to figure out, yeah, the lovely, lovely, fantastic, talented musician. Uh, yeah, you, you know, it's pretty funny because right now, you know, we are making fun of Polish language and so on. And Polish is my first language. You don't know. You don't know, uh -huh. guys, how to speak Polish. And right now it's me speaking English, and this is my second language that I don't use every day. So this will be fun part. <laughs> well, I was, well, you know what's funny? I'm fascinated by the you're language. You're doing like great. It, yeah. Like, it's amazing how... Ah, language is cool, though. Because music is a language in and of it. It's a universal language, as we like to say. Right, Ryan? And um, I find that different styles, different genres of music and such is much like a different language. And it's, there's like little differences. Like the fact that if you say it in a Spanish mind, Marta Gabriel, it sounds closer to right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so I just, I just find those little nuances fascinating. Anyway, I just, I, you, you speak two well, languages. It's cool. <laughs> so getting to Crystal Viper, okay, I, I, I found your music and I was so happy to hear it. Because it just like has a classic metal vibe, like it just it rocks. I, I listened to the whole album, your recent album. It was fantastic. So I guess we always talk about superheroes and how superheroes always have a fantastic origin story. So you being a musical superhero. Could you tell us your origin story? How did you get into to metal? How did you get into playing the guitar? Like, how did it all start for you? Okay, so this is actually a very long story. So let me start from the very beginning. And actually, my my journey with music, not only with metal, started when I was seven years old, when I was a child. Oh, I've wow. seen a symphonic orchestra on the TV. And I told my parents that I want to be a musician. And I was super lucky because they treated it seriously and they sent me to music school, to piano class. So I started playing instruments when I was seven. And piano is actually my first instrument, not guitar. I'm a pianist. Oh, wow. And oh, I no, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, and um, I was growing up with, uh, you know, I was listening a lot of different music, of course, a lot of classics because I was playing piano. I was, you know, performing on stage, playing classics and so on. At home, there was always a lot of music. My father was bringing vinyls, rock vinyls, bands like Queen, for example, uh, Scorpions. I remember Pink Floyd stuff and so on. But when stuff. I... When I was, uh, when I was, and also my father showed me music from Mike Oldfield and, and Mike Oldfield until now is, I think he's my favorite artist ever. If you don't know his music, check it out because it's absolutely, absolutely outstanding, especially his albums from seventies and eighties. Then when I was a teenager, um, I found bands like Virgin Steel, Savatage, 
Iron Maiden, Man of War, Black Sabbath, uh, Judas Priest. And I was like, okay, this is my music. This is my music. And then <laughs> I started uh. to have this dream about having a heavy metal band. When I was a teenager, I was singing in a, in a band in my high school. But th that was, I don't even know what, what genre of music was that. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> then I was, I remember I was singing in a, in a, some different local bands, but it, but that was never what I really wanted to do. I've always wanted this classic heavy metal band. And one day I decided to create my own band. Then I also met Bart Gabriel, who later became my husband, he helped me a lot at the beginning with creating my own band. He helped me to look for uh, musicians and so on, because oh, cool. that was that was a real pain in the ass to find musicians. Uh, I know that the the the, 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 the really the really be the beginning. <laughs> no, I completely. I think we not, all feel this. It's not a bad thing to say because honestly, just finding one other person that you're going to work well with and have chemistry with is hard enough, but to find a whole band, yes, oh my gosh, exactly. that must have been very yeah. difficult. But still, when I was creating Crystal Viper, I was only pianist and vocalist. I didn't play any other instruments. I know that uh, a lot of people think that uh, the beginning of Crystal Viper is 2003, the year 2003. But the truth is, for the first four years, I spent most of my time for looking for uh, musicians, for, for Crystal <laughs> Viper, for a band wh where, you know, the, the music was classic heavy metal and classic heavy metal is not very popular in Poland, never was. Even, you know, we have kind of, uh, I think the, the black and death metal scene is doing pretty good here, but it's still deep, deep, deep underground. You won't hear any metal music on, on any, any mass media like radio or TV or so on. But OK, it doesn't matter right now. Um, That's interesting, like, though. And um, yeah, playing heavy metal in Poland was a disaster. Um, I mean, to, to find right people, because, for example, Later, when there was a good, good, for example, good guitarist who was a super talented guy, then the, the way of his, he behaved to other people, treating other people was not right. Uh -oh. or, or maybe there were musicians who were more interesting in drinking or drinking or taking drugs than playing music and so on. So, you know, the problems of that you have when you are creating a band. But finally, mm. in 2006, the first lineup was done. And in 2007, we recorded and released our very first album. And... For me, the real beginning of the band is 2007. And then um, I was still, I was creating songs. I was writing songs on my piano. So there were next problems in the band. How to show to guitarists, guitarists how to play riffs with my piano. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a problem, trust me. And that was actually the reason that I decided to learn to play guitar. Yeah. To be able to compose better songs with guitar riffs 
to start composing songs with guitar riffs, not to play guitar riffs on piano and then to transpose them, you know, on the guitar. So that was the reason that I started to play guitar. Later, I also, also learned to play bass guitar. And yeah, here I am playing bass guitar, singing, creating songs and, and like that. But it was actually a long journey for me to join Crystal Viper as a guitarist because I've never seen myself on stage with a guitar, to be honest. I was, I was more looking at myself as composer, sitting at home with my instruments, piano, guitar, bass, composing songs, then mm. sending tracks to guys from the band. They could learn their tracks, then record them in the studio and playing on stage and me only singing. And that, that is how it looked like in Crystal Viper for the... For the, for the very first years of Crystal Viper at the beginning. But one day we had this situation that our, uh, our guitarist had to leave the band and we started to look for a guitarist. And that was that period of time when we had a recording session of a song for a board game, for a stronghold board game. And that was the pe period of time when me and my husband bought for me brand new guitar and we decided to take this guitar to recording studio to check it out how it sounds and so on and during that recording session when guys from from the band were in the studio we were all together bart said my husband said okay let's plug it in let's see how it sounds and so on and i started to play and that was the first time that my bandmates seen me playing guitar for real. Not, you know, <laughs> just receiving <laughs> tracks. They see me playing guitar. And the recording session actually ended up like, I was recording guitar back then with them. And they said that, okay, we don't need to look for a guitarist. We have one. So, hmm. Marta, you better be ready to play guitar in Crystal oh, Viper. Wow. And, and I said, no, 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 we still need a guitarist. I'm not good enough to, you know, go on stage with guitar. And I don't want to. <laughs> That's another <laughs> reason. Just leave me alone. I want to compose songs at home and work <laughs> just like it was for the past few years. I really didn't want to. But, you know... At the end, I agreed. I said something like, okay, let's check it out in the rehearsal room. I will check out if I will be even able to play guitar and standing at the same time because it was new for me. Because, you know, oh, yeah. when, right. I was, when I was composing song, I, songs, I was sitting with the guitar. Yeah. So at home, I was practicing. I remember I was practicing in front of my mirror with a uh, a microphone stand and my guitar in front of the mirror <laughs> was trying to check it on myself how I look with guitar if I'm able to to play live and so on and you know one rehearsal two three ten and I started to feel comfortable but I won't lie to you it was it was very very difficult for me to learn to sing and play at the same time it's hard because huh? it was it was difficult. I was always doing only one of those two things. Those two things were always separated. I, I've never done that both at the same at, at time. And I had to learn that. But when I did, then I remember we had this live show at the German festival, at, at the Keep It True festival. It's, kind, it's big festival. 
And if I'm not wrong, it was the first live show with me on guitar. And when I went on stage, I thought I will shit my pants off because cameras, <laughs> <laughs> cameras, photographers, I knew that we are going to be recorded, both video and audio. And my first time on stage with, with the guitar. Oh, wow. So Pressure. Like a big, yes. Yeah, like a big I moment. Was, How did it yeah, go? I was terrified, but... But after, how'd it go? after the first song, I felt like I, a fish in the water, you know. Yeah. Since then, since then, I love to play guitar on stage. And right now, yeah. I cannot imagine myself on stage without guitar. And what's even more interesting, you know, I know it's it sounds kind of surprising because it might seem that you can sing better on stage when you are not doing anything else. You only sing you don't play guitar and you are a fantastic singer. But when you play guitar, you need to li limit yourself and so on. With me, it's opposite. When I play guitar, I sing better. No one knows why. <laughs> well, you know wow. what I think, Marta? I can speak to that because I, I've, your journey is so fascinating because I, I started on piano too. Ryan was a big part of helping me. I mean, I was already playing guitar for many years when I met him, but he was a big help in helping me understand the guitar a lot better and get better in my playing. And um, the the skill of singing and playing the guitar at the same time is a different skill than singing by or or playing guitar just all by your. And we've Ryan and I have talked a lot about how like back in the day, think about all those big bands you listed off, all those classic names, right? Like you had to be so you had to be able to do that. You had to be able to sing and play to be successful because the way they did recordings even back then was way different, right? You had to be able to play through your music. Um, but I, I love that um, you sort of reach well, – I think what happens is like you reach a certain point of mastery when you do it so much, the singing, the playing together, that as you start to write music that way, it, it feels really natural. Like when I write songs with the guitar in my hands, that song when I perform it, it just comes out of me because when I started the process, I was already on my feet taking notes. Like when I practice, a lot of times I try to practice on my feet for that reason. Um, but I just find that fascinating. Anyway, that's just so cool to hear about that transition because I also, again, with the piano, um, do you still like? Are you still using the piano when you compose? Does it come on stage at all, or are you just pretty much now exclusively on the guitar when you're performing? I'm kind of curious there. Most of songs uh, are composed on piano still. Hey. <laughs> yeah, still because you know when I have a song in my head, piano is always plugged in, so I just need need to you know on. And, um, and record the song to not forget. But the truth is I usually don't forget songs because in general, the composing process that, that I have, it's always difficult for me to explain to, to someone because I know it sounds very, very weird. When I'm composing music, it's always like the music starts playing in my head. Um, I know some people are hearing voices, right? <laughs> I, I, can, I can hear music. I can hear music. So even my husband started to make a jokes about that and he's calling it a musical schizophrenia. So if, it, if so, oh if, it's an, if it's musical schizophrenia, please, I don't need any treatment because this is how I create music. Music starts playing in my head and then I need to record it and I have a song. So... I never for it's never like for me it's never like that I, that for example I sit by my piano and it's like okay now I need to compose songs 
and a song and I start from zero because this this just won't work. I cannot work that way. I need to hear it first, hear it first in my head. And then this is how I this is how I start. I don't know how to explain that other way. That's a I great, well, I think it's a great explanation. <laughs> we both experienced yeah. it. And it's like, if you don't like stop what you're doing at that moment and go transfer it onto the instrument, like you might forget it. Like it's yeah. weird. Like we have the same thing. Like, I think you have, you experienced that too, right? MJ? No. Yeah. Look a hundred percent. I have you ever marked that? Like sometimes I hear, I'll hear it in a, in a dream as I'm waking from a dream. And I'll hear a melody and then I'll kind of realize I'm still sort of half asleep. Like it's like a lucid dreaming state and I'll just play with the melody while I'm half awake, like in my mind. And if when I wake up, if I don't try to capture it, it's just it's in it's lost in the ether. Like I have to hear it in my head, though, before I can really like jive with it on the like before I can like we talked to somebody else who mentioned like writing away from the instrument. And like yeah. letting those melodies come to you, like in your head, it's just such a, it's, it's like, it's like the song writes itself. You know what I mean? Like you're channeling to get that melody. Um, you're just living your life and the, the melodies come to you. Right. I mean, is that, that's kind of what it sounds like. It's just, you're, you're doing your thing and like, Oh, here's this thing in my head. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. I never, yeah. It, it's always coming to me first. I never look for it. It's coming yeah. to me itself. Yeah. How cool. Yeah, no, but I relate to that 100%. <laughs> and taking a couple of steps back, like you talking about how literally you picked up the guitar so late, like in your musical journey, and the fact that you were literally like in shock probably when you had to get up there for the first time with that guitar. But it's like I've seen, I've seen videos of you playing and you would never guess that. Like you look, so natural i know you said you came to the point where um you felt comfortable but like what were you thinking at that moment when you were on stage for the first time okay to be honest the first time the first thing the first thought that came to my mind when i went on that stage I, and i've seen all those people those video cameras photographers and so on my first thought that was Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I agree. I need to do that. I can make it. I can make it. But I was, I was afraid. I was, maybe I, maybe I wasn't afraid. I missed the word in English right now. It was this, oh, stage fright. Oh, and okay. I, I, I've never had stage fright. This, this was the first time in my life that I had a stage fright. Because, mm. you know, I was performing on stage since I was seven. So. Oh, wow. Okay. I think as a pianist, I played more live shows than a metal musician, to be honest. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so stage fright, I've never known that before un until I went on stage for the first time with my guitar. But oh, you know, wow. this is natural. We are just human beings. We are afraid of things that we don't know, right? So True. that was the first live show. And after that live show, I've known how is it going to look like in the future? And I love that. And yeah, here I am. But of course, in Crystal Viper, the, there was that period of time when I stopped playing guitar on stage for two years. And that was the biggest mistake that I've made in this band. Really? I re yeah, I really regret that. But you, what you made you think you needed to do yeah. that? 
please. Sorry? What made you feel like you uh, should put the guitar down? You know, uh, we were just before recording Taste of Fire and Ice album, which was more power metal, melodic metal to, in comparison to our other albums and so on. And we had this conversation with uh, guys from our record company and so on. And we are also speaking with in the, in, in the band with guys in the band that maybe we should try to back to, to the very first Crystal Viper look, you know, with a woman in front of the stage without guitar, maybe to look more feminine and so on. And also guys from our record company thought that might be a cool idea to do that, to try it. Maybe we will like it even more than to have a girl with a guitar in a band. And I said, well, why not? Okay, we can find a guitarist. I can put the guitar off for a moment. Let's see what will happen. And actually, uh, it was a very bad decision for me, but it was a very good decision for the band because thanks to that, Eric Uris joined the band on the second guitars on the second guitar and he's in the band right now. Oh, okay. But when I was going on stage without guitar, I felt like like a liar, you know? I felt like I'm lying to myself that I like it. I'm lying to people that I like it. I don't feel on stage comfortable. I just felt like someone will cut off my hand or or something like that. It was I didn't have fun on stage. I mean, I was singing, okay. I was moving on stage, it was also okay. I mean, it was okay, but okay is not enough for me. Mm. Every time when I was going off stage, after the live show, when I was playing guitar, I was so excited. The adrenaline was still in my veins and so on. I was shaking from, you know, happiness of, of the live shows that I've just played. And when I wasn't playing guitar, there wasn't a feeling like that. I was going on off stage and I was like, yeah, okay, it was, it was, it was just okay. And it was horrible. The truth is it was horrible. And I remember there was a moment that we were going on tour. Um, at the end of 2019, yes, we were going, going on tour, uh, Spanish tour. And Andy, our guitarist, told us that he is not going to go on that tour because something happened in his family and so on. So what we have done, Marta, you need to get back on the guitar. So, of course, I, I happily have done that. And <laughs> after this tour, I, I told you guys that, okay, I'm done. It's, I can't do it any longer. I need to get back with guitar on stage because mm. it's like I can I can't play in a band without guitar. I wasn't happy. I simply wasn't happy. And yeah, and I sing better when I play guitar at the same time. I don't know why. Maybe it's because this kind of when I play guitar, I feel complete on stage. Maybe wow. I didn't feel like singing. I I didn't feel like energetic singer without the guitar because I missed the energy that guitar gave me. I don't know, maybe playing guitar is my superpower or something. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I no, don't but that's, know. That makes a lot of sense though, because you know, I've, I've done it both ways, singing with and without the guitar. Um, 
there have been times when I use the guitar as like as I'm hiding behind it. I'm I, it's almost like I need to have it to feel secure because I just reached that point of like doing it so much together, like the guitar and the and the vocals. Um, but it's just that's so. I love that like you went from feeling. I just love this this arc, this story, because you went from being like, oh, my gosh, I'm so insecure about playing. You know, this is a big event, like first time I'm playing with a guitar. <laughs> so like it, it it progressed to such a point where like I don't even feel at home on stage without the guitar. Like, wow, what yeah, a journey. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's cool. It's also really interesting you say you sing better when you're playing the guitar yeah. because you have a fantastic voice and your range is huge and you're belting out some pretty – crazy notes in there and it seems like most singers like they would rather not have an instrument when they're singing that way so it's kind of crazy that you're able to sing the way you do while playing i think it's all about practicing you know do you think that um because you know you say you like the you like singing with the guitar. I wonder if it's because of the like when I play the guitar, I really get something out of the the, the vibration, like the rhythm and the strings. Because I'm I'm a heavy rhythm player myself, not so much on the soloing and leads. That's what we have Ryan for. So, but like when I'm playing, like the way the song is written, I feel like the vocals are designed in such. I try to design them in such a way where they they match, right? They fit what I'm playing. And it's like when I'm doing that with my hands, I feel like that vibration on the strings, like it gives me energy. Like it gives me energy to be able to to like sing the part. You know, it's just I I I'm find it fascinating that you that you you prefer singing with the guitar. Like, yeah, you know? guys, it's a cool guitar too. <laughs> guys, please give me ten seconds because my phone is dying and I need oh, okay. to plug it into electricity. That's Sorry cool. for that. No problem. Yeah, actually, that's super interesting, dude. Like, she's pointing out, like, being... Like, can you imagine, like, all the work that takes to, like, remove that friction from the instrument, dude, to get to the point well, where like you're more saying, at home? Like, to be able to sing the way she does, like, some of the notes she's hitting, like, you think of a, like, a Flora Jansen, for example, up there with a the guitar, it seems like it would almost be harder. Okay, oh, I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to just come back to us. But yeah, I mean, you would, it probably, well, it's come, like she said, it's some practice. Yeah. It's like she's gotten really, really good at this specific skill of singing guitar, of singing and playing guitar. Whereas, like you mentioned, Floor Jansen, you know, all of her experience, at least in Nightwish that you see, right? She's singing. That's what she's doing with her time. You know, if you spend the time doing the thing, it just, I don't know. She's like, I love that Marta found her. Like she found her voice, so to speak, like with this instrument. I just find it so cool. Yeah, and that's weird because just like you said, at the beginning, I felt so insecure. I At the beginning, I didn't even know if I will be able to play and sing at the same time. And right now, I cannot imagine doing the, you know, opposite. And I, wow. I, I, I promise you, you will never see me on stage with Crystal Viper without guitar. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Never again. <no. laughs> Never again. 
I love it, <laughs> yeah. but I love that you know what you're supposed to be doing. Like, I find that so inspiring because, like, so for so many artists, like, we give in to that insecurity, right? We give in to that at, at every level, right? Beginner musicians do it. Even advanced musicians, people who are professionals, we have these insecurities. So it's just I find a lot of inspiration in, in someone who's, like, coming to their own and, and like, knows what, they, knows what they're supposed to be doing. Like, and, and I just think it's cool. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure if I will ever perform on stage playing bass because yeah. I, I know it sounds funny, but bass guitar is so heavy, you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love the and, bass. Okay, I will tell you the truth. I'm super short person and I look with my va- bass guitar like a hamster with a hamburger. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Just too much, huh? <laughs> yeah, when you you know when I when I'm standing and there is my bass guitar, I have BC Rich uh, Revenge, and it's standing by me. It's like like this. So <laughs> yeah, it's huge and it's heavy. So I'm not sure if I will per- ever perform bass on stage. I think I would like that because I actually like to play bass and I play a lot of bass. Um, Except in Crystal Viper, I in Crystal Viper I recorded lots of stuff on bass guitar, but there is actually an entire album where, where you can hear me as a bassist. Oh. And it's a, another project. I'm not sure if you ever heard heard about band Moonchamber. Um, I had this project with a guitarist from British heavy metal band Saracen. It's a music. The, the Moon Chamber, we recorded an album in a kind of 70s, 80s vibe, metal, rock, something like this. And except singing, I also recorded bass guitar for this album. So, yeah. Really? I, I actually play a lot of bass. Yeah. You do it all, that, it sounds like. Yeah. Well, I find that interesting. Like, you never really know when you hear a piece of music, like, unless you know the group well, like, who's on that record? Like it's cool oh. that that you get to express yourself in these different modes. Like I, I'm, I also play several instruments, and on my solo record, I played the bass for it. And I, I was like, I feel confident in calling myself a bass player because I've done it. Like, and, and I, I even like did it, uh, you know, as a young man, right, in, in high school, jazz band, right. So, um, but it's it's, I just find it so cool that um, it's like you learn a new instrument, you've got you've got a new way to express yourself and that you're able to bring that into your music and and do it in a way that that's like authentic to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's nothing better. And Martha, it sounds like uh sounds like metal has always really been something that has caught your attention, especially classic metal, you know, you mentioned and you also mentioned that in Poland, it's not really a thing. Like, it, you didn't really hear it. So where did you where did you first gravitate towards that? Like, when did what was it about metal maybe that drew you in? I'm not sure if I understand what do you mean by by that. What about like classic metal music? Do you think what about it made you want to make it yourself? It, it, I simply, maybe I will put it in a kind of an artistic way. This was metal music, heavy metal music. I found myself being 
more sensitive to than to other genres of music. Mm. This was the music that made me feel like it's something special. It's something real. And especially, you know, classic heavy metal, this very, this very, the very beginning of heavy metal music, like in the 80s, the 70s, maybe it's because it's a classic genre of metal in general. It's like, you know, it's like, like blues, like, like classic, uh, like like classic jazz, like classic rock, and classic genres of music are never getting old. You know, yeah. trends come and go; they are changing. But classic classics still remains the same. It's always real. It's always true. And this is what I want to do. I don't want to play music that I don't know will be not trendy in about two years, or I don't want to record an album just with a music that it's popular right now because I want to, you know, go to stay up with trends and so on. I'm not interesting in that stuff. Mm. I, I really don't know why this is, this is playing heavy metal music for me. It feels most natural to me in between all other genres of music. Even this project Moon Chamber, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like which is popular right now. It was always a kind of, it was also a kind of a classic genre of rock, of music. It was something that you could record, I don't know, 20 years ago, but, but it still sounds cool. Yeah. Well, you got to think about this too. Like when the music was popular in the 70s and the 80s, think about what media was like back then. To be big, you kind of had to be, like you had to be at the top of the game and uh, you, 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 there's only a few outlets, right. To get your stuff heard. But today in 2021, like media is completely different. You know, what's quote popular really doesn't have any meaning anymore. There is no mainstream media really anymore. You, you're creating like you, what you decided to do by creating like music that was authentic to you and that that like resonated with you very very real like in a real way is that like you're building like you put a foundation down you're building this thing where like your fans and the people who are into this genre this niche like they get to they get to have a whole a whole wealth like a whole catalog of music that fits them just the way it fits you that, you know, they, they're not getting fulfilled with pop or you know, I don't want to, I don't want to rag on pop because I like pop music too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm definitely more into rock and pop than I am to metal. Ryan is way more into metal than me, but because of my, um, because of like a long association with him and other great musicians, I've really developed, I understand like a lot about metal now that I didn't before and that attraction. Cause there's just something about guitar when it's done well and when you've got melodic riffs and you've got melodic heavy stuff with vocals and guitar, it's just, there's really nothing else like it. It's just, there isn't, you know, but it can be, it can be like all over the world. Now people can just create their music. Like now in 2021, we've oh, got we go the technology. I have to do it. Cause we're part there's of it. There's going to be man. a blossoming, right? There is I'm a sorry, blossoming. I you a hard time for that. Thank you, but you took the words out of my mouth, man. It's almost like you, you're, my wisdom is finally, you're finally absorbing some of my wisdom. 
I'm but trying to absorb Martha's wisdom because she's uh, <laughs> the brain. She's the brain, you know, of the Crystal Viper band. You know, yeah, she created I just, that thing but, basically by herself. You basically put this thing together, Martha, and like you stuck you stuck to what was authentic to you and, and you're going to continue like you're you're just getting started you're going to continue to to roll this thing down the road and i just i'm excited because it's to hear you talk about it you're so passionate about it. like you, you know i can you see the authenticity so like it's a treat to to kind of like understand how we all like connect to, to music you know and hear hear you talk about writing and stuff go ahead you know it's because i'm not interested in being trendy you know, yeah. I'm interested in being happy mm-hmm. and playing this kind of music, listen to music that I like makes me happy. And this is actually what music should do with your life. Music mm-hmm. should make you happy. And it doesn't matter if you, are, you, if you are playing music, which makes you happy, or you are listening to music, which makes you happy. This is the role of music in our lives. If, you know, right. I cannot imagine to right. play music that I don't like. It would be a... If I, would, if I would decide to do something that I don't want to do, I don't know, I would become a politician or something like that. But I, <laughs> but I decided to play music. So right. I play music that I like. I play music that I enjoy. I play music that music is actually most important thing in my life. Because of I'm a musician, because I, I play in a band, I met lots of beautiful people i met i made friendships for life i thanks to music i met my husband thanks to music i have great friends which are my bandmates in crystal viper we are all very good friends and so on music actually music created my entire life and it started when i was seven this is incredible really sometimes i'm sometimes i'm wondering what would happen how my life would would look like if, for example, my parents would say something like, eh, it's just another, you know, thing that a little child is saying or something like that. And they and they would just, you know, hear it, but heard it, but not not, not have done anything. But they actually sent me to this music school. I started to play. So I think I was lucky with that. Yeah. Well, you it's probably lucky. better not to think about what would have been. <laughs> you got to you got to delve into it and enjoy the yeah making your dream a reality. And uh, as far as the classic metal and the classic rock that you brought up, like me coming up, I grew up on that. That was like my thing because I wanted to be a lead guitar player. And like you said, there was just something about the emotion of that music that. I always felt some connection to. And so when I listen to your music, I mean, it's true to that style. Like I was rocking out. I'm like, thank you. Like there's people out there still creating this music that I love and it's new, you know, I get to listen to this catalog. So I I got two thumbs up on your... (laughs) I'm a crystal viper. I'm a crystal viper fan. Thank you very much. Nice to hear that. It's really nice to hear that. And you know, we are very proud of this of this last album, latest album, uh, The Cult. And especially because for us, for a band, it was 
super difficult to put it together because right now we haven't seen each other for a year. Oh, wow. Yes, Crystal Viper members, we live in three different countries, in Poland, wow. in Germany, and in Sweden. Huh. And the last time we've seen each other was in February last year. It was wow, short gosh. German tour. And after that, we got back home and pandemic began. And, and then uh, we started receiving infos about shows being postponed or cancelled completely and so on. And... That's why actually we decided to work on the new album, which was only four months after releasing the previous one, Taste of Fire and Ice. And we decided to work on the album. Okay, guys, we are not going anywhere this year. We are not going to play any live shows. Let's just not waste entire year. Let's do something. Okay, let's do, let's do the new album. And it was <laughs> like, I don't know, four months and, or five, it was completely done. Wow. Wow, but it's we a were, and great album. It, we were working on it completely online. We are exchange. We were exchanging songs and so on on you know in, via internet. So it was also the first time for us that we haven't met in the recording studio to record the album. We were we were record we were recording our parts in our home recording studios and so mm. on. That was that was weird for me, you know, because I really missed that music magical music atmosphere which is always in the studio when you are with your bandmates yeah. and so on right. you are, you can you are recording the album you can focus on music only the outside world doesn't exist you don't yeah. think about anything else but when you are recording at home you're playing guitar and there is this thought at the back of your head okay i finish guitar and play. i need to go there i need to do that and so on so sometimes yeah. for example for example for me it was sometimes difficult to, to focus in a hundred percent but for example recording vocals it was pretty comfortable i won't lie about that because for example when you are recording an album in the recording studio the studio is always booked and there is a date and you are going to the studio on the specific day to record your parts. And right. it doesn't matter if you don't feel well, you didn't have a good sleep, you are tired. No, you go to you go to the studio and you are yeah. doing your thing. For a vocalist, it's not that comfortable because, for example, if vocalists don't have a won't have a good sleep, your voice is not that powerful, energetic, mm. and so on. So good sleep is one of the most important things if you are singing. So when I was recording in my home studio and I was tired, I didn't have a good sleep. I was like, okay, I can do that tomorrow. And that <laughs> was so great. You know? <laughs> I can do that tomorrow. Do you think that yes. you, you might do that moving forward? Because that actually sounds like that it's going to come out its best if you actually feel the best while you're doing you know i i liked that i like that way of working and i think i will be repeating that in the future because it's very comfortable you know my recording gear is exactly the same as in the recording studios in case of recording vocals and um yeah it's very comfortable at home that's yeah <laughs> I think it's cool that you're seeing like you you sort of like looking for the both the good and bad in both situations like there's there's things to like about that you know you have a date and you go to the studio with your partners and you go and you write this music like you show up and part of what like as a live you know someone who performs live you know I know it's been some time but like 
the part of that process is learning to play on demand, like learning to be able to perform, you know, if you're on tour or just like at, you got to perform, you got to be on. And that, that's a very, that's its own like hard skill. Like it takes time and practice. And, um, did you, how long did it take, you know, before you felt like you could deliver live? Like, is it just because you've been playing since you were seven and it's, you know, but with vocals and guitar together specifically, like, was that a few years? Was that, you know, how, how long did that take you? Um, how long did it take me to feel uh, comfortable on stage with playing and singing? Is that, is this your question? Yeah, I think so. Just like, I'm kind of curious about like, we just, you know, we talked about with recording how um, you might not feel well one day and the results you're going to get is not necessarily what you want. I think the same thing would hold true for live performance. At least I've experienced that. And I'm kind of curious, at what point did you go, yeah, I got this? You know, on tour, it's something completely different. Um, because there, it's different for, for if you are a guitarist and if you are a vocalist, there are two different things. Because, for example, if you play guitar and you don't feel well, you are tired, you will play anyway. But if you are a vocalist and you don't feel well, it's sometimes very difficult to sing a good live show. So which, what helps me a lot on stage, for example, with my vocals to play a good live show. And I had to learn that. And it took me several years to learn that is uh, stick to a technique, good technique, mm -hmm. especially to a proper breathing support when you are singing. But if you, just like I said, if you won't have a good sleep the, the day before, it's, it's very difficult. It's, I, know, I know that there are situations that, for example, people are going to a live show of their favorite bands, and sometimes they are getting off the club and saying, eh, the, the vocalist, oh, he's not that good. I heard he's singing. People are saying that he's so good, but I heard him today and it wasn't good <laughs> and so on. Man, but he's only human being. Maybe he didn't have a good sleep. Maybe he was tired. Right. Maybe they, I don't know, maybe they booked to the hotel a few hours l later than they planned. And so, yeah. There's so much that you brought up that. before. Um, is, is that something that has been hard for you to to deal with? Like people always expecting you to be perfect no matter what. And, you know, you're only a human being. What if you, what if something was going on in your life? Or like you said, what if you weren't able to sleep? It's like, is that hard to always be expected to be perfect all the time? You know, uh, this, there was a time in Crystal Viper when we had to put the band on hold and it was almost three years. And we put the band on hold because I wasn't able to sing good enough on stage. And I didn't want to go on stage and to perform in a bad way and to disappoint people. Because first of all, I go on stage to have fun. I go to stage and I want to be proud of myself and I want to be excited on stage and I want to be excited when I go off stage. I want to share the energy with the people, to give them my energy, to get the energy back from them on stage. This is like a circle. Mm -hmm. 
But when I was on stage and I knew that I am not able to give 100% from myself, it just wasn't right. It wasn't right to the people who were coming to see Crystal Viper because I wasn't able to play a good live show to perform in a proper way. And I was unhappy because I knew I'm not good enough to play a good live show. So we need to wait until everything will get back to normal. And that was the time, it was the period of time right after releasing Possession album. And this is actually the only one Crystal Viper album that I don't like. I cannot listen to this one. And <laughs> it's oh, because, wow. yes, um, it was, that, it was the time in the past that I started to be permanently ill and I was feeling bad for all the time. I had a very high fever, headaches. My throat was aching for all the time. I, I wasn't able to sing and so on. I was, you know, running from one doctor to another. They were describing me some, you know, pills and other stuff and were telling that it's just cold. And because I wasn't diagnosed properly, um, and these were sinuses, problems with sinuses. It wasn't oh, really? cold. Yes. And after a couple of years, I, the problems with my sinuses went so bad that I started to have a physical changes inside of them. So, oh, wow. yeah. So I had to have a surgery and that, that was the time that we had to put Crystal Viper on hold to find out what is going on with me that I'm not able to sing because the things that were going on, going on inside my sinuses were affecting my voice, my throat in a such intensive way that I wasn't sometimes even able to speak, not to even say about trying to sing. So wow. it took three years. So it took three years to find out what is going on. Then it ended with surgery, which was... After that, I got back to normal. But, you know, I was afraid. I was afraid because I didn't know if there are pro problems. With, after I was actually properly di diagnosed, I right. didn't know... I didn't know if these were problems with my sinuses and that's why I couldn't sing or maybe I'm losing my voice and I will be never able to sing again. But oh, after the wow. surgery, when I got back to normal, I started to sing and then it was like, okay, these were sinuses. I'm fine again. Let's get back guys from Crystal Viper together and let's start working on the new album. And then we recorded Queen of the Witches and that was the album. I'm calling this album a, a coming back album for Crystal Viper because after Possession, I really didn't know if, if it wasn't the very last album from Crystal wow. Viper. Yeah, I remember we canceled our live shows because yeah, I, I just didn't want it to perform in the way that I was able to. And it, it, it wasn't just good enough. So, yeah. But, but you had a medical that, issue. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that's devastating yeah. for a vocalist. Like, my goodness. Like, that's but so you know, cool that you kept going, though, even after. No, go, go ahead, please. But, you know, during that time, I wasn't that super unhappy person because, for example, I was still composing music. I was playing guitar. I was playing bass. I went on tour with Jack Starr's Burning Star as a guitar player. Really? It's a, yes, yes. That's it's a, cool. It's a, yeah, it's actually a band from the USA. And when they were playing European tour, I joined them on guitar. So I was playing guitar. Yeah, that's cool. but, yeah, but I wasn't able to sing. But this is actually something that 
I have, I have, um, I consider something that I consider that will, for example, happen in the future for me. You know, we are all getting older. Vo my voice will get older one day as well. I'm not sure for how many years I will be able to sing. But even if I won't be able to sing, I still play piano. I play guitar. I play bass. I can play guitar in a band and have another fantastic vocalist. So, yeah, I think it's a good plan for a future. <laughs> you know, I can see even right now, I can see myself as a 70 years old lady with gray hair standing on stage and singing, we are metal nation. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. But I love that you wow. like, I love that you're literally envisioning your whole life with music. Like that's so inspiring to me. Like, cause that's, well, you know, as a musician, right, it just, when, when you find something that speaks to you, you find a way to express yourself and you know, like, you can never let it go. But to be able to be, to project yourself in the future like that, yeah, you know, hey, I'm 70, I'll play bass or whatever, like, I'll play guitar in this band and I'll, and I'll rock it this way. <laughs> ah. Man, it's Oh, go music, ahead. music, music is the only thing that I actually right now do in life. And this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I only hope that my health will, will let me to, will let me to continue as a musician because yeah, sometimes you, you never know what will happen. Yeah. It seems like that must've been an ex extremely scary time not just for you but for the whole band like wow what if this is over and we weren't even planning for it to be over like i'm sure it seems like that was probably a really scary moment but at the same time when you got better that was probably a fantastic moment to know like rejuvenation like i can keep going sounds like a roller coaster <laughs> i remember i remember the first song that I sang um, after I felt better. After the surgery, everything was, you know, getting back to normal. I was playing and I started to sing and there was the song. And there is the song um, on the Queen of the Witches album, a piano ballad. We, we didn't play to put it on the album, but we actually finally, we finally decided because it was the first, it was the first song that I that I sang and I played, I composed after I got back to I, I started to feel okay again. So Oh that's good that you kept it's it then. A special one for me and we decided to put it on the album. Yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to go hear it. Like no, that's so cool. That's it's a piano, idea. just just piano and my voice and, and nothing else. That gets me so excited because I, I, that's how I used to write songs, like just piano and voice, like for so long. Before I learned guitar, that's all I could do. I, I just, I know how I would feel if I went through just something similar to what you're talking about. And for you to be able to like, man, you're so brave. Like you just, you came back and like. You, Very optimistic ah, attitude. It's just so inspiring, Martha. Like, that's so cool. I can't wait to go hear the song. What's the name of the song? Oh, no, I knew that you will ask me for the title. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what, that's okay. Tell me the name of the album again. Queen of the Witches. This is Queen of the Witch. Okay, I'm gonna to, I will check it. I will find it. I will definitely find it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a piano. So cool. it's, there is only one piano ballad, so... Okay, so you okay. <laughs> I won't miss it. <laughs> you have a fantastic yeah. attitude. Like, you're super optimistic. Yeah. Um, 
have you always been that way or was it things that happened along the road that made you that way or is that why you are sitting where you are because you've always been that way you know there is from time to time there is a mo there are moments in my life when i am not very optimistic and these are the moments when i need to cook a meal because <laughs> <laughs> because i am so horrible in that trust me i sometimes i cannot believe that my husband is even able to eat what i prepare because it's like even i cannot eat that <laughs> 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 so even when so even when I'm when I start to cook something, if, these are the moments that I'm not very optimistic because I know that it will be horrible. <laughs> I mean, we are all good in something else, right? Yeah. yeah. Stick to the piano. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, cooking. That's a whole, that's a art unto itself. <laughs> <laughs> but I can make a good tea, so. Oh, tea. Maybe it counts. I don't know. <laughs> what kind yeah. of tea? Are you a big tea drinker? Uh, right now, yeah, it's in Poland. We have winter. It's very cold. So, yeah, I drink a lot of tea, a lot of tea, but not at night because after that I cannot sleep when I drink a lot of tea. But yeah, I like tea <laughs> during the winter. Not not what very much. What kind of tea? It doesn't matter actually. Ah. Black tea, green tea, tea with fruits, all of them. I like all of them. All but the tea. no no sugar. I don't like when the tea is sweet. I don't like sweets at all. I mean, I like sweets, but it's complicated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> have you, well, have you ever been to the US? No, never. Okay, because we go yes. Board with the sweets here. Everywhere you turn, there's sweets. Yeah. Sweet, yes, sweets, dessert, really. chocolate everywhere. Yeah, I I'm mean, surprised. I, it's it's pretty. You know, it's weird because I like sweets, but only those ones which are not very sweet. Oh, okay. That's why 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 it's complicated. For example, I like chocolate without sugar. Like Ooh. I don't know, ninety-eight percent of cocoa or something. Oh, like, like the that. dark chocolate. Yeah, dark chocolate, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I actually heard it's healthy for you, so I'm like, yeah, this is healthy. I can eat as much of this dark chocolate as I want. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. healthy for me. Superfood, really. So I'm really surprised that Crystal Viper. Uh, do you have a lot of fans from the United States? Because like that kind of music still, there's still a huge market here for it. I know that there are, there are people in the USA that are waiting for Crystal Viper to come and to play live. But the truth is it's right now, it's very expensive to bring a band to another continent. And I mean, we would love to go there and to play. And especially there are many places that, that I would love to visit. I mean, USA, it's a huge country, right? There are so many beautiful places to visit and so on. But it also very, let me put it that way. Very often people keep on asking us, or will you come here to our country? Will you play to, to I don't know, to let's say to USA, will, will, you, will you come to USA? We would love to, but it doesn't actually depend on us because we as a band, 
bands, we don't organize live shows. So it always depends right. on the local promoter who would be interested in bringing Crystal Viper to his area mm. and to organize the live shows. There were some plans, there were some promoters who wanted to bring Crystal Viper to, to the USA, but the costs of that were very, very high. So it actually never happened. I believe maybe when this pandemic situation will, will be over, maybe it will be possible. I would love that, you know. Yeah, I really feel like to. there's bands out there that, you know, even if you guys weren't headlining to start, like I feel like there are plenty of like bands that go on tour that you could play with here. Like, and the crowd would, would love it. Because again, it's that classic metal sound that everyone loves and you guys really nail it. So one day we'll be watching Crystal Viper. <laughs> Hopefully we get to see you live one day. Yeah, you can also come to Europe to see us live. <laughs> oh yeah. It's we want to travel too true. actually for the show as well. Like yeah. In Poland, we wanted to go to Poland make... anyway, right? So Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> In, some, of the, uh, some of the best but, musicians but, in the world but, are from but, Poland. But you won't see Crystal Viper in Poland. No? Yeah, we are. I think we are completely unknown in Poland. Really? Oh, yeah, you mentioned yeah, that. seriously. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. For the last three, four years, we, we maybe played free live shows in Poland. Really? Wow. Yes, that's true. Even, Where have you, you know, found what? that people respond to you the best? This is simply the genre of music which is not popular here. That's it. Yeah. Where 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 do you find your fans come from? Like where do you have Like where do you go on tour basically when you are touring? Um in Europe um well, we've never been outside Europe, but we okay. are touring but, but we are touring entire Europe. For example, last year there were plans for us to visit for the first time Russia. <sighs> but and we were so excited about that because we've never been there before, but because of COVID, it's been postponed and so on. There are still right. some countries that we haven't played. We, that we haven't visited. Yeah, everything, you know, for us to do in the future. So we only need to maybe not sit and wait, but we need to wait until this situation is over and everything right. will get back to normal, normal. And I'm not saying sit and wait because we don't sit and wait. Even right now, after the, you know, the cult is out, we are working on new music. We are actually right. last year, when we started working on the code, and it was done in August, yeah, we started to work on additional music projects. So <laughs> I'm super excited because we just finished one, and it's like days from announcing some very, very cool news. And I need to really... I, I'm stopping myself very hard to not tell you the details. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> but well, I this... can't. But we will have another reason to talk. <laughs> right. I was about to ask yeah. you if you had anything in particular you wanted to let all our beautiful listeners and people around the world know, but you can't talk about it. <laughs> no, I can't. I don't want to spoil the surprise because it's, because it's going to be a surprise. It, it will be great. Trust me. But Marco, well, does it help? This episode will probably be released in, Ryan, what do you think? Like maybe four weeks? Like in terms of Yeah, four, this probably won't be out for about a month so. about a month is it enough time for you 
No? Okay, lips are sealed. Yeah. It's, almost, it's almost even better this way, Martha, because then it's like when the people hear it, they're like, what was she talking about? And by then, will, will, will your fans know by a month from now? Is, are you that close on it? I think it's close. I, I think it's even closer, but, oh, until yes. it's, but until it's not done in 100%, I don't want to speak about this because the truth is that you never know what will happen, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. So keep listening, beautiful listeners. Go check out. You got yes, and Crystal check, check our social media because, especially Facebook and Instagram, because these are those two places on the internet where we are announcing all okay. news. So if you will follow us on Facebook, you will be the first to know. Just search for Crystal Viper. Yes. You know, I awesome. I have an important question before you go, especially hearing your story about the guitar. How did you pick your axe? How did you pick your guitar? Like, especially being so late to it. Uh, how did I pick my guitar? Yeah. I mean, the specific model. Yeah. Did someone just hand you one? You're like, oh, I like this. Or did you go to the store and like you saw one that like called to you? No, uh, my very first guitar. I mean, when I was buying my very first guitar, I was I was broke, and, <laughs> and the first. I know guitar, the feeling. And my first yeah. guitar was so cheap that it was even impossible to tune it correctly. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god! So it really didn't matter. Didn't matter for me which you know which logo will be on the guitar i just needed guitar to compose songs so i bought the cheapest one right. <laughs> at the local music store yeah. <laughs> that's great so that was my first first guitar do you still have your first guitar you still own no it? no um a very good friend of mine who is a huge crystal viper fan and he also was a person who helped us a lot at the beginning he was he was also traveling with us as a roadie he really he asked me if i could sign it and if i could give him this guitar because he knew oh, that wow. yeah he knew that it's lying somewhere you know yeah. um at the attic and he simply asked if he can have it and so he has it right now but that's cool. You it, you gave it life. That's neat. That's cool. What about the nice shiny ones that you play now that stay in tune? <laughs> yes, this one stays in tune and it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, and actually, uh, this is how uh, how the story with ESP guitars started. Because uh, before I started to play on ESP guitars, I played... I, I actually played on uh, BC Rich. I played on Jackson, but and then I found I, I played Schecter, and then I found Dean guitars, which were pretty comfortable for me to play. And I remember I had this Dean guitar V shape, and I really loved it. And when we were getting back from a live show from Spain on the plane, the airlines. Um, didn't treat my guitar with love, and when I oh, and no. when I yeah and when I opened the no. guitar case, it was almost in pieces. No, so it no. was impossible to repair this guitar because repairing it it would be more expensive than actually buying new guitar. Right. And as there were uh, next live shows very soon to to play. I had to buy a new guitar. So together with my husband, we went to a music store in our city. 
And we were looking at the guitars. Bart suggested, my husband, he suggested that maybe I would like to try something else because they didn't have, have Deans. And I was oh. preparing myself to buy exactly the same guitar or mm. Dean because it was comfortable for me to play. And, um, right. and, and there was this ESP that I have, that I, the red one that I love most. And right. this was, and there was this guitar and I took it and started to play. And it was a love from the first chord, you know, wow. <laughs> it was like, I, like I, that. Love from the I, first I, chord. I felt like, I felt like someone would design this guitar specially for me. It lights light. It's, um, it was so perfectly in my hand and playing this guitar was like a fairy tale for me. So this was <laughs> my first ESP guitar and it's my favorite one. I have four, but this one is my favorite one. It's, it's perfect guitar for composing music at home because of its shape. I can play and compose when sitting, but on stage, I still prefer more V-shaped guitars because they look badass. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> the Dean, right. yeah, the Dean Flying right. V, that's like a Dave Mustaine. I think he has a signature model that similar to that. But yeah, the Flying V is just a cool guitar. <laughs> yes, that's true. But it's pretty uncomfortable to play V's guitar when you are sitting because of yeah. the shape. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's great. I love that uh, love at first chord. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love the way you tell a story. I'm steal that one. <laughs> that's a good one. It really is. Love the first chord. Well, thank you, Marta. Marta. <laughs> Marta. <laughs> we appreciate your time. Uh, we will be watching Crystal Viper for sure and hyping you as much as we can because I'm a big fan already. So. Marta, let me express my gratitude for you being so generous with your time, uh, with with just being so open and everything you're saying. Like honestly, it's, it's just been such a blast for me. Um, I'm so inspired. Um, thank you for again for coming on inside the sound. For thank you for contributing your music to the world. Like it's a big deal. It's you know people need and for doing it the right way. You yeah. know I can tell that you really care about what you're doing and you want it to be the best it can, not just for yourself, but for the fans. So that is very admirable attitude to have. Yeah. Thank you guys for a nice conversation. Thank you for having me. Really means a lot. Thank you for supporting Crystal Viper. It really means a lot to us. Yeah. Keep making the awesome music that the, the cult album had my head in the whole time like i just put that thing on and let it go it was fantastic so everyone check it crystal check it. crystal viper out please you're not gonna want to miss it well, folks <laughs> you know where to find us anchor.fm slash inside the sound ryan you got anything else you want to add hashtags anything else hashtag crystal, hashtag crystal viper, viper. yeah <laughs> hashtag Martha rocks and uh Hashtag ESP guitars. I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica right, plays hit, ESP. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hit the button. You guys ready? Here's, here's the outro. Here we I go. I was born ready. I was born ready. How dare you? Took my line. All right, here we go.